March Madness is Indianapolis, and Indianapolis is March Madness. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. His bracket is busted. Please, please don't. <laughs> don't look at him. The shame that he holds. He had Purdue winning it all, and uh, that did not work out. In yeah, I, did, the... I, I, I did have him go, go, going a couple games, and that obviously uh, did not work out at all. So yeah. uh, I had Illinois yeah, winning it all. Me. So so we, we uh, all have our issues. Yeah, is... so, and the Big Ten, the Big Ten has issues big time. Well, that, that's a different conversation altogether. <laughs> uh, let's get into where we are with the impact this is having uh, to Central Indiana, and does this and has this been able to play out to other events coming here? Yeah, I think I think it will. I mean, I you know, based on the early uh, returns, Tony, because as as you and I talked a couple of weeks ago, the folks who visit India and those uh, people in charge of uh, getting conventions, getting big big meetings here, we're really looking at this as an opportunity to showcase Indianapolis and how Indianapolis can host any big event. Obviously, they posted super a Super Bowl in the past. But this would be a monumental uh, achievement to host the entirety of March Madness during a pandemic, all of the logistics, everything that goes on with it. If Indianapolis can pull this off, there's a real feeling that other conventions that maybe were not thinking about Indianapolis may say, hey, we, we may need, need to give Indianapolis a look. So a lot riding on this, I think, in the first uh, week, a uh, weekend of uh, activity seems to have come off well. And the look, I am cheering this on as much as I possibly can. Uh, the small businesses that did the work to get Indianapolis back into a place, the work of, of Ryan Vaughn and the Indiana Sports Corp, uh, of which I know you, you've uh, spoken to him, the work of, of the whole group over at Visit Indy, very, very impressive, you know, uh, what has taken place here. But now let's take a look at Indiana as a whole as we seem to be coming out of uh, coronavirus, or at least to a place where people feel like they can live with the thing. Uh, you've got vaccines, you have uh, therapeutics. You spoke to uh, Mr. Schellinger, uh, the former Commerce Secretary, who's still coming on the show uh, there with you, like nothing's changed. Uh, where are we in the jobs pipeline? What do we see as the growth potentials for the state? Well, I think that's something, Tony, uh, again, not to put uh, the rose-colored glasses on too uh, heavily, but it's something that hasn't been talked about a lot. Even during the pandemic, if you look at the numbers from the Indiana Economic Development Corporation, and again, these are these are commitments. These haven't happened. They're commitments, job commitments, investment commitments uh, to the state of Indiana from companies around the globe. Last year, 2020, was another record year for the IEDC. But what I think is interesting as you look at the pipeline for 2021 – a number of companies, in fact, one that I don't think has been has yet to be announced is Phoenix Financial Services, uh, talking about adding 300 jobs in Anderson with a new facility there. Greenleaf Foods, which is putting a big uh, operation in Shelbyville, Shelby County, uh, it, it will take over the old Kaido Foods building here in Indianapolis, looking at adding, adding more than 100, uh, 100 jobs. Uh, there, uh, statewide, Alliance RV adding 650 jobs in northern Indiana. So there are a number of commitments, number of jobs announcements being made even in the face of the pandemic. And as you mentioned, with the uh, you know the vaccine rollout uh, happening now, 
uh, people beginning to get a, a, a feeling that maybe there's some light at the end of a tunnel here. And as, as we get to that post, post-pandemic uh, era that Indiana perhaps is, is, is positioned to do well. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. You can also follow him personally at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick uh, on Twitter. A couple other uh, things uh, that that are happening, um, not, non-related uh, stories. Uh, a, a group called Rack Bunker Data Centers utilizing Indiana as a digital co-location service and building out. And then, as you discuss it, uh, home construction is still going, is still building, and they're building houses like we're expecting people. Yeah. And anyone who's in the market to build a new home knows this for a fact. Uh, kind of a side impact of that is the cost of new construction is really uh, is really going up. It's very expensive to do it, but we're seeing home building. You're seeing the numbers come out uh, from the uh, the Home Builders Association that show strong activity. Uh, again, on the uh, just existing home sales uh, front, the market remains really, really tight. Uh, a lot of demand out there. It's a seller's market, certainly. So there is activity, even in, again in the face of the pandemic. Uh, there continues to be a, a business activity. But as you mentioned earlier, Tony, you talk about the small businesses, whether they be restaurants or just small entrepreneurial companies, manufacturers, and others. Uh, those are the, the the folks who have really been uh, hit extremely hard. Have found it tough to make their way through uh, the pandemic. So the hope is that there can be some relief, there can be some activity, so some of these smaller, mid-sized companies get uh, get back in the game as well. Talk to me about this this rack group here, the the utilizing of Indiana as a co-location spot. This, I mean, uh, security, where to store your data, these, these are big business moves that they involve space. It's one of the weird things where the technology is a twofer. You got to be able yeah. to provide it in a way that you can handle what comes your way, and that's a weather conversation and other issues. You got to have some solid infrastructure, but also... Uh, you got to have the space to physically grow, and that could be a one-two punch that Indiana has. Yeah, I think there's a real feeling that is the case. And you mentioned Rack Bunker Data Centers. It's an Indianapolis-based company. They are going, uh, growing their footprint in northwest Indiana, a uh, co-location and data, a data center they have planned for Hammond. And as you mentioned, you need the facility, you need access to water and those types of things. And there's a growing cluster of these uh, co-location uh, centers, if you will, in northwest Indiana uh, beginning to emerge. And I think there's a feeling that here in Indiana that that space could be something that's attractive to grow uh, that piece of the economy here in Indiana. That right there is Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. You can also follow him personally at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick on Twitter. Gary, always a pleasure. I appreciate you taking the time.